What's up, podcast listeners? On today's episode, I've got a part of a conversation I had with my friend and mini-tour player, Casey Comline. Uh, we went to college together. We played on the golf team there. We've been awesome friends since about 2010. We were uh, roommates on in his freshman year, so we're just great friends. But we had a really good conversation about a experience he had recently in a tournament. Uh, specifically about the mental game and how he was dealing with some struggles that he was going through and how he learned from it and it's going to take it going forward. I think you can learn from what Casey has to say and what we talk about. So um, if you get some value out of this, I'd love it if you shared it with someone and subscribed on Apple, left a review on Apple. Uh, All those things help more people learn about the podcast. So Uh, I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. We we were playing a par five and uh, both of them were hitting it like 15 yards by me. Mm -hmm. And I, I puff my tee shot out there. Mm -hmm. Short knocker. And they, yeah. The the next guy hits his a little right going towards the cart path. So we're keeping an eye on it. We it's blind. Right. Sure enough, it hits the car path. Takes a huge bounce. <laughs> hits the car path twice. Oh. And he's like, he's like a hundred by me. What? And the guy that tees up last, literally the same exact bounces. Hits the car path what? twice, and they're like five <laughs> yards apart from each other. I swore at him pretty loud. <laughs> they're blowing it by me already, and then they both hit the car path twice. And you could, we couldn't see the car path we couldn't see him coming down so we were all like watching him we were like oh my god that's a huge bounce oh my god that's another bounce. <laughs> it was so frustrating were they in the fairway no they ended up they were in between the car path and the the fairway but i mean they were still 170 <laughs> yards out i was like 260 <laughs> clear advantage whether it's uh, the rough or not clear advantage and i i feel like i've i don't know if i've lost distance or what mm. but everybody that i've played with the past two weeks has been by me i'm the shortest guy oh. and i gotta give it to michael thompson yeah for being able to win out there and mm. is he short i i hit it further than him yeah so he, I mean, he just puts his head down and sticks to his game. He must right. be very strong mentally. That's right. He must be, you should try to get him on the podcast. Whoa. Sure. I mean, shoot your shot, you know? That's true. And I, I haven't quite worked out how to do that kind of thing. Uh, like people that I have no connection to. Uh, that would just, be I think you just got to shoot your shot. It would be hard, whether it's agents or just... I mean, right. someone like him on social media, how many people are reaching out to him? <laughs> Just like DM him on Twitter. Then, right. I mean, you were, you were <laughs> not the longest hitter, you know? So you For have sure. a lot of common ground right there. Yeah. And there are a lot of other people out there that are, uh, I'm sure, self-conscious about their distance and how it affects them. And when they play with people that hit it a lot, further than them sure you know that it is tough yeah um that'd be a good that'd be a good angle a good uh just a good insight to have from somebody that's successful on the pga tour and does not hit it very far at all yeah someone that puts their head down and sticks to their game right 
and and he would have to to just constantly be blown by and and to like say oh it doesn't matter i'm playing my game that and again doesn't matter and again doesn't matter <laughs> over and over right. and over and, and over and over and i ended up kind of getting to that point uh in the last event cuz i was lining up on par fives that a couple guys in my group were going for and i mean a couple times i hit I was hitting eight irons for mm. my third shots into par fives, but a, a handful of times I hit it to like two feet. Yeah. Right. And even if they're chipping or having a long putt, they're long, they're, you know, their first putt's going to be to like four feet. So I, I mean, I yeah. can still hit it inside of them. Right. Um, and then they're literally like a, at least one club longer than me. Right. But I mean, I can still hit that tight, you know, inside right. of what they're hitting. So it's, you yeah, do have to be in a different mental state. And it's, you know, of course, over time, over a long season, it does help to have shorter in, but there it's like, you can just like, it doesn't matter I mean, necessarily how far you hit it. It matters how you score. That's end exactly, of the day. That's all that matters. Exactly. Like look at uh, Zach Johnson, the masters. Right. right. Played this up every past single, on every single par five. He he about won this past week. I mean, he Yeah, he played pretty five. well. Yeah, he did. I mean, and, but that uh, he, people always go back to him at the Masters, laying up on every right, par five. Right. You know, he stuck to his game. He didn't play anybody else's game. Mm-hmm. Nothing else got in his head. He did what he knew he could do well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be said about that. Cause it's, For sure. It's, it's a different game when you're out there and, and – uh, you have to put it to the test and you have to put it into play. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, you, your carry or whatever, your driving distance is not going to be the bottom of a PGA tour uh, list. It'll be somewhere in the middle because uh, you hit it mm-hmm. far enough. So obviously that isn't the factor that keeps, would be keeping you from playing well or playing on the PJ tour or playing on the corn Ferry tour. That's not the factor. It's everything else. Maybe, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, definitely we get in our own way. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and like actual golf stats too, of like hitting, hitting greens, hitting it closer, you know, picking your aim points yes, better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the, in the last event, I, uh, I made the turn at one under, I think. Okay. And I knew I needed uh, like two more birdies just just to get inside the cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second hole, my 11th hole, was probably the hardest hole in the court. The pin was, when you looked at it, it didn't look like it was even on the green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hit just a good tee shot down the right center and then hit a good eight iron to 10 feet, mm-hmm. made the putt for birdie, oh. and uh, had two par fives left, needed yeah. – what I, th- I think what ended up, I would have needed two more birdies, but, oh, okay, right. but at the time I thought it was just one more Yeah. and I tightened up. I mm. left the next three birdie putts, like more than a foot short, just yeah. didn't give them a chance. Yeah. And then after that, I had to give them a chance and I hit, I hit a couple, like eight feet by, <laughs> right. I just lost all touch. There's like yeah. all sense of speed. Hmm. And, uh, I had to give a couple of chance and made uh like a couple late bogeys which right. made it look like i missed the cut by a lot more which made it look worse but i right. in reality i was 
I was right there. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, just purely mental to, to birdie. The, yes. To birdie the hardest hole in the course. Right. Other than the 270 yard par three. That's an <laughs> asterisk to, to birdie the hardest hole in the course and then tighten up. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I gave myself looks and just to tighten up and not make those was right. frustrating. And uh, always you got to learn something every single time you're out there. Yeah. So why do you think you tightened up? to ask the silly obvious question. Um, I think, I think at first, so I missed, uh, I left like the next three birdie putts, like three feet short. Right. I had like a 15 footer that I left like three feet short, 20 footer and then maybe a 25 footer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at first it was the worry of, you know, three putting, like hitting it too far by the, the worry right. of my comebacker, which obviously was, mm. it, it wasn't in my head at the time, but subconsciously yeah, I right. think it was there. Yeah. Um, like let's just get this close and, and make a par. Exactly. But that's not what I want. Like, obviously I was trying to make it mm-hmm. but subconsciously. Right. I, I didn't want to three putt. Right. Um, the greens were also in pretty rough shape. Yeah. Uh, an insane amount of ball marks and footprints um which excuses whatever but that did definitely did not help the case it was like plinko near the end (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so i think that those next those three putts that i left short uh were just three bullet wounds to my gut because then after that I, i mean i had to give something a run and right um so I, I think it was just that time after I was made a right. just a beautiful birdie, just yeah. a beautiful birdie on a Classic. really difficult hole. Yeah, just a solid Casey birdie. It, and it was a, a red pin on that hole. It was not a pin right. to go after. And I just played a beautiful eight iron, mm. started at the right center of the green, drawn it back into oh. the hole. And it, I mean, it was textbook. Yeah, it's how you're supposed to play it. You know, yeah. exactly. Textbook. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of tightened up and yeah. Do you think you tightened up? I mean, obviously you tightened up because you're like, okay, I, I am pretty certain I'm going to need one more, but before that first, before that hole that you just had the good birdie on, you thought, okay, I need two more, but you didn't tighten up at that point. Why did you tighten up after, after that one? You know, it's I I let that birdie come to me. Okay, yeah. It wasn't forced. Right. I just focused on hitting the shots that I needed to hit. I mean, it was it's a very difficult hole. Yeah. Um, both guys in my group, one made double, the other made bogey. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I I let that one come to me, and then after I made that birdie, I uh, the next birdie hole that I had in my head was yeah. one two. Four holes ahead of that was yeah. a, a par five that I figured was my best chance of making birdie. Yeah. So I think I my head went there. Okay. Um, to the next birdie opportunity. <clears throat> yeah. And I didn't just hit the shots that I needed to hit and let it come to me. Yeah. I mean, I still gave myself a few looks, but I, I think I still had in my head that the next good birdie opportunity was mm-hmm. several holes ahead. Right, and I think that's probably. I mean, you just you just therapied me here. 
<laughs> I think that's probably why I left him short because mm. I was like subconsciously that this was this not one. my birdie opportunity. Right. Mm. This wasn't my birdie opportunity. Mm. Whereas the, that 11th hole that I birdied, I didn't, I wasn't thinking that. Right. I just hit the shots that I could hit. I that was in front of executed you. them. Right. So what do you do next time? I channel that just right. hit the shots and let it happen. Don't, okay. don't look yeah. ahead to what, what holes could be birdie opportunities. If I hit the shots that I can hit, I mean, every hole's a birdie opportunity. Some holes are, you know, some holes are going to come a little easier and some pins might be greener than others. Mm. But I mean, that hole, the 11th hole was not a birdie opportunity. Yeah. Just looking, looking at that hole from the tee, yeah. you're thinking par, par is a great score here. Right. And if I make par every time I play this, I'd be happy. Yeah. You know, I would take a par every single time. Whereas, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the best way to look at it, but, but I don't right. think you look at it like that at all. You just hit the shot that you can yeah. hit. Yeah, there's only one thing you can do at all times is the yeah. next shot. Yeah. And <sighs> thinking any more further ahead or behind is wasted energy and... I mean, unless you're trying to now look back and learn, that's okay. Um, right, but it, in the moment, it's not. Right, right. And if you're looking back right now, it's only in service of hitting the next shot that you have now, uh, which is who knows from how long. Uh, if you get into that next tournament, then that will be the next mm -hmm. shot. So everything you're doing now is to fuel the next shot always your entire life until you quit playing golf, <laughs> you know, that's it. So, wow. Yeah. Getting two I shots mean, you think, or four holes ahead is too much. Yeah. I mean, I definitely thought after I made that birdie, I said, okay, that, and the other thing was the hole was parallel. The, the next birdie hole, the next yeah. par five that I thought would be my chance was parallel to the hole that I just played. Right. So I was literally also looking at the hole. Yeah. Thinking that's my next good birdie opportunity. Mm, mm -hmm. So and, then every hole up until that was yeah. already wasted. Right. You were uh just going trying gonna just gonna try to go through the motions on the next few just to get to that birdie hole. Yeah. Mm. And then once I got to that hole, it, it was forced. Yeah. You know. So yeah. that was bad. Well, <laughs> You'd right. think, I mean, you'd think at this point we would have it down, but <laughs> I was just thinking I mean, that every time, yeah. every time you're out there, it's different. Every, right. you know, every situation you're in, you know, you're not going to be mm. at the same point of in your round. I mean, yeah, right, right, right. You know, whether you're under par or over par, it's, it's different every time you're out there. And then also the situation is different, whether you're on a back nine, nine, right. what, uh, what's the cut at, or are right. you worried about top 10 or. Right. So it's, and I mean, every single time is different. And it, right. And you're better at this now. It's always a learning experience. You used to be, you used to like, and I don't know if you did after that, but you used to really get down on yourself and get negative and, and, and feel really bummed out. But now it feels like you've, you've gotten to the, a better stage of being kind to yourself and not judging yourself so bad. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I think the the just the older you get, the more you understand how hard golf is. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, you can be kind to yourself because you know, like yes. it's okay if I don't do good because it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Golf. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> well, I'm I'm proud of you for being better mentally and getting stronger. I appreciate it. you've helped. Really. Yeah, you've helped. You just helped me here. Oh, you just good. gave me a little therapy session here. I hadn't, <laughs> I, I hadn't, I hadn't dug into it mm. that much. Yeah. Um, but now that I do, I I see that yeah. I was looking at the hole that I thought was my next birdie, and right. Every shot in between, mm-hmm. every shot in between that was wasted. Was not focused on. Yeah, wasted and just mm. yeah. I, hit, I mean, even though I hit some good shots in there, that's not where my focus was. That's not mm. where my attention was. Right. Because I knew, because I, I thought all those holes were par holes. Right. Well, it yeah. only, it on, all of this matters, or all of this was helpful only if you learn from it and use it next time, right? This is, this is a pointless conversation if, if you don't apply it next time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the next time I'm in that sort of situation, it's, it's, uh, no matter how difficult the hole is, I know I can make a birdie on it. So it's only that's right. that next shot. Yeah. There it is. I, I, I've gotten to the point where I love talking about this so much that I don't, it, it doesn't feel like I'm, taking off a hat and putting on another hat. I love talking about that stuff now. I, I enjoy it so much more now too. Yeah. Because I mean, it's now, <clears throat> I mean, I've put that lesson in mm-hmm. and all, the only thing I can do is go forward. Right. And implement it next time. It's, it's yeah. okay. That happened. Yes. Understand why it happened. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode of The Mental Golf Show. Uh, If you liked it, I would love it if you subscribed on Apple, left a review on Apple. Uh, All those things help people discover the podcast and learn more about how to work on their mental game and learn from some great concepts and uh, things that they can actually do to get better. So go do that. I would love that. If you are feeling extra froggy, maybe you could tweet it, uh, send it out on Instagram, uh, whatever. I would love it if you guys shared it with other people about how much this has helped you. Uh, I really appreciate everyone who listens to this. It's awesome that anyone would show up and click on this and listen. It means a lot to me. Uh, So yeah, I'm Josh Nichols, and we will catch you guys on the next one.